0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Unstoppable. I'm your host, Rob Menino. Today we have Dan O'Neill from the O'Neill team. The guy is killing it in the residential real estate market. He is everywhere. I love your stuff. I love seeing you, man. You kind, you kind of came out of nowhere, right? <laughs> yeah, you kind been, of. <laughs> you, how long have you been doing this?
1: Uh, just, just
0: over two years. It's crazy, man. Two years. The guy's got such a following on Instagram. Thank he you. does the craziest shit for his videos. <laughs> the guy was on a horse the other day. Yep. I love it. I mean, Thank you. how'd you get started?
1: Um, I was just in a in kind of a bad spot in my life. I was uh, 22, 23 years old working in the restaurant business and uh, just driving myself crazy working 100 hours a week. You get into a kind of a, a vicious cycle in that industry where you work from 8 a.m. to maybe 4 a.m. and then you got nothing else better to do. You go out and drink. Yeah. So I was kind of falling into a, a pretty rough, uh, rough cycle of, of doing that. Um, you know, you make X amount of money, and then you just you're spending it back at the bar. Yeah. So um, it was right after I graduated from college. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I was bartending just to get myself through uh, grad school. And the person that owned the restaurant was like, Hey, you want to become the GM? Yeah, sure. I don't know. I'm 22 years old. Yeah, I'll be yeah. at the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that so, sounds cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So little did I know. Uh, so then I was just working 100 hours a week. I was absolutely miserable. Like just such a rock bottom period. And uh, someone just kind of brought it up to me like, hey, man, I know you're not happy with your job. So uh, my my buddy Cameron works worked for A&B Mortgage and he worked closely with a brokerage. He's like, they're hiring. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're hiring. Like, that's awesome. Like, maybe, you know, maybe I can get a, a job. Yeah. Little did I know, you know, they, yeah, every, they exactly. hire everyone. Yeah, exactly. So whatever, long, switch short. So I just started taking the test. I just, I quit the restaurant. Um, I just saved up like three months worth of rent. And uh, I just dove right in. And I have some funny stories on how I got started. But luckily, it kind of just, I always had a passion for real estate. So it kind of just really worked out. And for the last two years, I've just been working my fingers to the bone. The same hours that I put into the, the restaurant business, I'm putting into real estate and
0: that's awesome, man. Yeah. And you're killing it. Well, yeah. tell us the funny stories, man. You're not gonna hold back. Well on this, well, right? I mean,
1: so like when you first get started, nobody's giving you business, right? Yeah. Like no one's gonna be like, Oh, here, bring brand new yeah. agent, take my listing. So I used to go around and like before I got my license, I would go to the uh, auction steps and I would pass out my business card. So I didn't even have my license yet. So all these guys, if you don't know, the auction steps are where people buy foreclosures. All the investors Mm -hmm. so i would go there and i would hand out my card as if i had my license for like six years all the newbie investors had no idea they thought i was just the man so i got a ton of deals that way and i just kind of faked it till i made it and then i used to bring my father around who uh does landscape and masonry so his truck says o'neill and wellish are landscaping on it like clear as day i would pretend like he was a buyer and i would go to for sale by owners and like expireds people trying to sell their house on their own and i would pretend like he was a buyer so i just be like, dad, just keep your mouth shut. Just walk around the house. Pretend like you're a buyer. Like, just don't say anything, dude. Just don't say a word. Of course, my dad's like running the hot water. He's like, oh, is this maple? You know, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, like typically, like it's just my dad, you know? Yeah. First ever person. I go to the, the house in Smithtown. The guy turns out to be a detective. Peeks out the window. Sees my dad's truck like a mile down the road that says O'Neill and Wild Shark. Calls me out on it right away. Like, like, what, what are you guys doing here? You know, like, like called us out right away for our BS. Gave me the listing. And that guy, to this day, is my number one client still. That's so funny. He loved it. Loved it. He loved he the loved hustle. He loved the hustle, yeah. That's
0: cool. That's yep. cool. Yeah, man. I mean, I see your stuff all over social media. You guys got like this, uh, I, you know, your boys with Charles. Like, I'd love to hear how that happened because uh, he's great. You guys got like this little click on. I see you guys all <laughs> over the place. You guys are always <laughs> shouting each other out like um, – yep. Uh, how did that all get started? you guys know each other for a while or did you meet them through business?
1: No, we, we met through business. Um, Charles obviously has the podcast as well. So yeah. he, you know, just through social media and dealings, um, you know, just invited me onto the podcast, went on, just did the same thing we're kind of doing, chopped it up, realized like we, we had a great time on the podcast. And since then we kind of just uh, became really close. And now, you know, we go on the double dates and the same way you guys kind of have those weekly meetings, we do the same thing and it's nice because he motivates me to jump on a horse and to do these crazy things and go on a jet ski for a video and I think that I do the same for him like he's doing that uh Man commercial yeah, that's on yeah, News 12 you yeah. yep. can't get rid of him yep. he's doing the crazy Eddie commercial on News 12 so he does a video and then it's it motivates me to like go like I gotta skydive next that's the only that's, option that's great man. so we kind of just you know in this business unfortunately on, on our side of things it's very um territorial I guess you know like I always say that instead of um, like, if this was a hole right here, like I would, I would drop a rope down to you to bring you up. Right. Yeah. Because I want to see you succeed yep. for some reason in this business. It's a lot of people kind of just bury the hole and they don't really want to extend that rope. It's
0: crazy. So, and it is. It's and crazy. It's, and it's sad. And I know exactly what you're talking about. We see it all the time and we are totally the type where we, uh, you know, we're looking to help everybody around us. You know what I mean? I mean look like, what you guys are doing. Look at this. Yeah. This right. A like prime the, whole, example of it. the whole call draft thing is yeah. literally that, right. Trying to help anybody we could to bring them to the next level and, do whatever, right? Whether whether it's uh, you know we have nonprofits that come in, we try to help them raise money. Um, other partners, customers, whatever it might be, like we're always looking to meet new people, yeah, and help them get to the next level.
1: And that that's how you that's how you should be. That's the best way to be. And that's how you that's how you're going to grow what you're trying totally. to do
0: and it's a small world right like we're all kind of in the same click like yep. you do a lot of the residential stuff we do a lot of the commercial stuff but there's so much overlap uh, i met jb actually through jeff hawk who's in the studio right now jeff introduced me to jb the other day awesome. he was in on the show you guys are doing that crazy car thing oh yeah that JB, was cool jb you know he's going to be on call interactive actually the that whole uh you know um, hot, hot rides hot, rides in, and hot, grocery, hot yeah. rides in real estate what a he's genius a, idea man yeah, it was i'm great. i'm
1: so mad i didn't think of that first and he
0: doesn't on such he doesn't <laughs> such a solid level. Like he, yeah. the production value is really, really good. Yeah. Um, the shows are funny. The shows are cool. You guys are yeah. you guys are uh, a riot, so like that's really cool. He's gonna be on there. You know, so that's like awesome. there's just so much overlap and there's so many people that we could that we know and help each other. And right I don't know, the whole thing's crazy when people get into that whole competition thing and yep. you know, it's just like kinda everybody help each other out.
1: I, I agree. Your only competition really should be yourself. Yeah and my my first year in real estate like I kind of um you know, I, I got stuck looking at other people and comparing myself, you know, at my age and so on and so forth. And honestly, the last like 12 months, my only competition to me in my in my head now is just myself. Like, I just I want to outdo myself, you know, so there's there, I'm not looking at other agents. I'm not looking at other brokers. just saying like, oh, well, they're doing this business. Everything is literally just. I'm focusing on what I'm doing and, and beating myself and my numbers from last year.
0: You don't have to, man. Everyone's looking at you, right? Like <laughs> you, Honestly, you're, you're the guy in the street. Everybody's looking at like, you got a, you got a great presence. Uh, you're doing a ton of deals. It seems like your team is growing all the time. Yeah, man.
1: That, I mean, that's the best part of it all now is, is like getting started and I'm doing well like that. That's great. Right. But now being able to help, other people, um, it's, so, it's the best feeling in the world. So,
0: I'm going to totally use this time to pick your brain a little bit, right? Because <laughs> okay. um, one of the things we're doing here at Calka, like our vision is always to kind of grow this thing. We've uh, been a construction company forever. Mm. The idea is to kind of grow this into four service lines where we're doing real estate, we're doing uh, con- construction development, a real estate brokerage, and a property manager led right. by a private equity fund, some sort of PE fund that, f- that feeds this whole thing and this yeah. whole machine that we're building. And to grow the brokerage is kind of like a thing where you know, I don't know. It's a tough, tough business, right? It's like a, it's a weird business, and it is. and I don't know that I know anybody's really doing it and like knocking it out of the park in commercial. I feel like it's. Uh it's kind of oh, so like, th-
1: this is what you're going to pick my brain about yeah, is the commercial side. Well, I'm going
0: to pick your brain on a whole bunch of things. Right. So like one of the things that we're looking for is like, you know, how to attract the right people, how to get the right brokers, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of these places they'll just take on anybody. And it's like, you know, how, how do you, how do you balance that out? How do you, how do you find the right guys to fit your team, to fit your mold, to fit what you're trying to build? And like, how do you, how do you really get it going? How do you be the best at it?
1: Um, So, I mean, in this business, unfortunately, 9 out of 10, I believe, fail in the first year. And then the 10% that make it to the second year, I think it's like 50% fail. So, really, it's like a 95% failure rate, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot has to do with the fact that these brokerages are just taking on anybody. They're not training them. They're not giving them the right resources. They're not giving them the media. They're not changing with the times. They're kind of stuck, you know, in 1980. Um, So, for what I'm doing is basically just all the social media stuff. I'm giving them the leads. I'm giving them the platform to do everything that they need to do i'm having them learn from my mistakes learning from what i'm doing and just basically holding their hand until they're at that level where they don't need to be um you know babysat anymore um each and every single one of them started with me as a part-time agent you know with another job with another career maybe they were bartending maybe they were cheerleaders whatever you know whatever they were doing and now i've been able to i think there's seven of them at this point seven for seven all full time
0: and you're breeding these guys you're not bringing them on from other places that's so that's, the idea. All, that's
1: cool. Every agent that came in, so George Newell came from Element. He was working at Trader Joe's 60 hours a week. He maybe did like two deals in, in a year, you know, three or four deals, whatever it was. And now he's doing three or four deals a month, and he's full-time. Brianna Murphy came from a great team with Element, and for whatever reason, just like didn't work out for her there. And now she's reaching her full potential, and she's absolutely crushing it. She might be doing like nine deals a month. Um, John Cariello was bartending. He's now full-time. All of them... Do you have you follow like Instagram like uh, Takashi Six Nine, a stupid rapper with the crazy rainbow I hair? I don't. But go ahead. So he always brags that he's like eight for eight on on the Billboard, like with his songs. So like I joke around and seven for seven. That's great. And honestly, at this point now, like I'm happier when they do deals yeah. than when I, I than when I'm doing anything.
0: I, I know what you're saying. That's... You know,
1: like when they do something, it gets me so amped up. Like I, I can do as many deals as I really want, but it doesn't really make me happy at this point. What really, really, truly makes me happy is seeing them succeed. And seeing them be able to get out of that full-time job or the career that they were unhappy
0: with—that's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. And we're like, we are such advocates for the right people in the right places and finding the right people to, to do the right, you know, like, just kind of, it, it's more about the people, the who, more than the what. Like, I find a, I find a guy, it's funny, we keep this list that we kind of have going when we meet people, we put them on this list. Like, this is just a guy that or a girl or whoever that we meet along the way that we know one day we want to fit them into our world. And we right. don't always know how, we don't always know where, but it's weird because we've been doing this list for a while and then we, we naturally see, like, People kind of getting integrated into our world. Some yeah. guys are working here full time. And and it's really cool. But it's all about, like, finding the right people, putting them in the right places, giving them the right r- resources, yep. and helping them succeed. So I uh, I think it's kind of uh,
1: – it, It's like – so I'm a uh, big sports fan. I'm mm-hmm. a huge Islanders fan. And they lost yeah, last night. So, one, man, yeah, yeah, shitty yeah, goal. Yeah, I yeah, know. Um, but the Islanders as a team, like if you think about it, they don't really have much experience. They're really not the best team, right? Like compared to everyone else that was in the playoffs, they probably skill wise were the worst. Right. But they were so what I call like bought in. They were so, um, just as like a group, like they, they, they had each other's back. They were in it for each other. And because of that, they just made it to the Eastern conference finals for the first time in 27 years. So my team, we don't, I don't have the most experience. My team doesn't have the most experience, none of the above. Right. But we are all just the chemistry that we have and the nucleus that we have. Like I get people that message me every single day, like, Oh, we want to join the team. And you know what? Not everybody's going to be a fit. Yeah. And it doesn't matter about age, transactions, nothing. It's just your personality, your drive, yeah. your work ethic. It has to make sense for what we're doing. And we're all motivating. And each And you got to
0: develop the right culture. You got to have the right people. Exactly. You gotta You kind of almost have to make something where everybody wants to hang out with each other and yep. kind of everyone pushes each other yeah. to succeed. I got to laugh and I'm going to step back two seconds. It's like, I'm a Ranger fan, right? Uh, but, all right. But, <laughs> but it's like it's like it's like all you Islander fans have that same <laughs> spiel Joe Honeman, <laughs> our CFL, huge Islander fan. Is he? let Huge. He loves it. He's like, he's just he's crazy. And yep. the other day, and I was actually laughing because I'm thinking to myself, did I have this conversation? I thought I was on the phone with you, but it wasn't. <laughs> I had the exact conversation with Joe, and he's talking about how Trots made this team like Dude. so great. And like he's the greatest coach ever. And blah, yes. blah, blah. And like we went from being the one of the worst teams in the league, we one of the best players, and then we lose to Vars, and now yep. all of a sudden we're the one of the best teams in this. Yeah. And uh, Listen, I, I get it. You guys had a great run. I was actually – my buddy plays for uh, Tampa Bay. Somebody I played ho- – my brother really played hockey with uh, younger. And, and he um, – he, so I was kind of rooting for Tampa Bay. But mm. my father-in-law – my father-in-law, huge Islander fan, this. And I found myself a couple times like kind of cringing because I was waiting for the Islanders to score that goal. And they, they got a shitty break last night. But uh, but all you Islander fans have the same spiel. <laughs> So.
1: Well, that spiel is what I use and, and how I genuinely feel about, about yeah. the team because yeah. it's the truth. Like, the Islanders, skill-wise, we're not the best team, but they – trots.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not Barry Trotz, but, you know, I'm trying to yeah, be. Yeah, but – but that's it's that's a, the it's thing. a really
0: it's a really good example right yeah and, and then he got into the whole Gretzky thing and how Gretzky made everybody <laughs> better around it yeah. no, but it's true right like yep. if you have the right leadership the right motivation and the right like you could kind of take somebody that might not have succeeded somewhere else yep. plug them into your world and into your system yep. and give them everything they need to succeed so it's really like you're you're probably doing something really, really right if you're going seven for seven.
1: And, and that's like where the I on there's analogy comes in because there's players on the team that nobody's ever heard of in their yep. entire life. And they're doing all of a sudden now they're doing amazing and they're yeah. and they're producing to a level that no one's ever seen before. Yeah. So that's really my goal is to take people that maybe they're unhappy with their brokerage or maybe like they just it's not clicking for them at that point. They come onto the team. They so I just had somebody join the team yesterday. Um, I actually knew him from, you know, whatever, like three or four years ago before we both got into real estate. He approached me when he first got his license. I was like, "Hey man, listen, like maybe put a couple, you know, put some months, put some time into the business first, and then we'll, and then we'll talk." Yeah. And uh, he put basically a year in. He's doing pretty well, and he came over and literally within an hour he got like two accepted offers. That's cool. And it partly, you know, I helped him and yeah. I spoke to the agent, whatever it was. Uh, but now this guy who's also working in a restaurant still after a year. I guarantee you, in the next two months, he's going to be able to go full time, and that's, that's awesome. an amazing feeling. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yep.
0: What's uh What's the long term play for Dan O'Neill? Like, what's the ultimate dream? Like, what are you trying to build? I don't know, man. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah you know, I I always go back and forth because I I just had like the most outrageous goals ever. Like that, it's just it's like you'd laugh in my face if I, I told you. I would not you.
0: laugh in your face because I would have the exact same <laughs> ridiculous goals and stories.
1: So you know, one of my goal was, so my goal was to start the team, you know, and then obviously have it succeed. And then of course that's gonna one day translate potentially into a brokerage. But mm-hmm. um, I wanted to test it out because if I couldn't have the team succeed, Correct. how could you have a brokerage and yeah. have 30, 40 agents? I don't, I don't want it to be where, you know, there's teams right now that have 22 agents and like three of them are doing business. I don't really want that to be the case. So for me, this was more of um, like a test run, I guess, like yeah. a trial run. Yeah. And um, so that's gonna translate one day into potentially a brokerage and also going nationally. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like I love Long Island, uh, you know, <laughs> big fan of Long Island, but I was in the South for six years for school.
0: Okay, where'd you go to school?
1: Uh, Coastal Carolina, okay. I played ball down there, yeah. Nice. So I wanted to stay there. I never wanted to leave Charleston, You know, Wilmington, like I loved it down South, but my family and everybody was here and I'm a mama's boy, so I came back and now I'm kind of stuck here forever yeah. in a way. But my excuse or what I want to do down the line is have a team in North Carolina, have a team in Charleston, be able to go back and forth and and expand this you know, nationally. And yep have that ability to go down there now twice a month for you know a vacation but also to go train and you know there's so many people that are fleeing New York right now to go down mm-hmm. there and I'm missing a, a big opportunity because they're using random agents down there they're yeah. using random brokerages whereas I could completely capitalize on that and say oh well I'm selling your house up here well let's no, go fly no, down to Charleston yeah, let's go let take go a propeller you. plane out of farming you know yeah, like yeah. so that that's one of the the things too and then obviously the media stuff for me um, is really what I love. You know, it combines kind of my passion with real estate and also just having fun and doing what I want to do. And, you know, we have a pilot being worked on right now with Bravo TV, knock on wood, and I don't know if it'll ever go anywhere, but we're trying. That's cool. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on and it's just, it's all positive, but I I think that's brokerage national, maybe some TV.
0: We're, we're kind of in the same boat. Like we, we, you know, we, everyone probably thinks we're crazy when we tell them, but the (laughs) idea for Colk is to grow, you know, grow these four service lines, you know, private equity fund, sourcing deals all over the country, probably having small teams sourcing out deals and looking for deals all over the place in all different markets around the country. And maybe yeah. not necessarily, you know, a brokerage per se or a brand per se that's going all over the country. Yeah. But definitely teams located all over the country uh, looking for deals for us you, and you have
1: to set your goals crazy is, yeah. is kind of what I've learned. Like, and if you don't, you have nothing to chase towards. Totally. I, I, you know, I have like a vision board. I want to buy my mom a house. Like I just bought my own, you know, buying my first house. And uh, I just – I don't know. I just have some crazy goals. It's so funny. (laughs) What about the Islanders one day maybe? I don't
0: know. We're in the same boat. You know, it's funny. Everyone has like this little thing that that, like they they strive for. And Devin and I watched this video one time and um, it was a – it was a development company, two owners up on the stage uh probably like a christmas party had like 200 employees at the christmas party and uh and they were whatever the case was and whatever they were doing they had a 20 million dollar check right and they took this 20 million dollar check and they dispersed it across the entire company and they gave everybody based on longevity and different things and salary whatever and however they dispersed this thing they gave this check to everybody and gave the entire company a a $20 million bonus sitting there right there at the Christmas party. No one knew it was coming. People were crying. They they literally just paid off people's houses, retirements, put their kids through colleges and more. And like –
1: so what, what I left off of that too is like, so we were talking earlier about, you know, um, how we want to help each other out in small circles and stuff like that. So one of my goals as well is, I mean, I say it all the time. I got all my videos, like I want to change the real estate industry yeah. uh, because it needs to be changed. You know, they've been doing the same thing for 30, 40 years, the same players, the same kind of sketchy business going yeah. on. So part of my goal is, you know, to rise and we have a thing called the YPN. Mm-hmm. It's like the young professionals network. Yeah. So eventually I want to become president, you know, change all this stuff. But I also left out philanthropy. Yeah. So my goals and what I want to do, like, you're bringing that up really just kind of it reminded me. So last night, I go watch the the game at Blackstone, right? And take an Uber, of course, never drink a drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the Uber driver's, like, he's talking to us. And, you know, you do the, the typical, every time you get an Uber, how long have you been doing Uber for? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you Same know, exact like, conversation. every time. Every time. Every time. But so for whatever reason, like, this, this guy's, like, you know, he's, like, all upset. And it's, like, midnight, I don't know, whatever. And he's talking to us and he's telling us, like, this whole story about how, unfortunately, because of COVID, he lost his job. And he's got three kids and he has his mom and dad are in India and he gives them money. Both of them have cancer, not to get like sour on us yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So the dude's struggling, he just started Uber two weeks ago. It's slow because nobody's yeah. riding Uber, didn't right? So like this is, you know, I don't know. mean, You can read if you want. So I just, like, I didn't say anything to him. I just, like 200 bucks, you know, whatever. It's not going to make or break the guy's life. Yeah, but yeah. I just vamoed him and said, God bless, didn't tell him anything and just got out of the car. And he replied to it. But I guarantee like, cool. you know what I mean? So yeah so philanthropy for me is really big too when covid first hit uh, my team and i donated about fifteen thousand dollars to uh, all the local restaurants so we would go to like la familia we went to legends king's park um and we would buy the food from them because yeah. they were kind of starving. Oh, yeah, yeah, I and, saw them. And then we would go to the local hospitals. This is like height of COVID, too. Like, it was kind of scary. You know
0: Targelson, too. He's a great dude. Yeah, you? Mark. Yeah. yeah. All
1: right. We got to talk yeah. about this. Mark's my boy. Yeah. So um, So we went to all the different, you know, we went to Mather, Mark and I, and, and we did all these this giving back. Actually, it was... we
0: did. Now that you're sparking that, we did the exact same thing. We went to Huntington Hospital. <laughs> That's right. Really Mark and I, one night, and a few other people, we actually went and then uh, and donated all the food to to. Wow. Uh, Huntington Hospital. So from, the- from legends? Yeah, from, from our- legends. We're I wow. Yeah. What are the
1: odds of that, dude? Yeah. That's amazing. So all right, so yeah. we have some similar friends. yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. that's awesome. Definitely. So that that's kind of my thing too and and I have something in the works right now for uh for Christmas. Um you know, the holidays coming up unfortunately a lot of people lost their jobs, so um, I'll share that with you off the air because yeah, I don't know want anyone to take the idea. But if you guys want to contribute, that would be amazing.
0: Well, I could almost tell you for sure where we <laughs> We actually – we do a ton of that stuff, right? So, Devin, yep. uh, he's he's very involved with uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society. Yes. He's on the board for Man and Woman of the Year. He nominates all these people. it's they, they, amazing. They raise a ton of money. And I was like, on Charles's the, – the Yeah, of, so Charles was on it. A yep. few other people. ASAP. staff was on it. And he raised That's a ton boy, of money. Yep. Like, all these guys raise a ton of money. Devin's yeah, on yeah. that board and kind of helps recruit all those people. So, you might you, get re- – Boy, might, I was going to say like – You might get recruited. Um, but, but yeah, so he's on that. Uh, I'm actually, I have the, uh, the, the, uh, president of, um, Suffolk Make-A-Wish coming in on wow. Tuesday to do a podcast with me wow. to try to raise some money for Make-A-Wish. Uh, That's we're, we're always doing, Markella just signed up for, uh, being, uh, emerging leaders for leukemia and lymphoma amazing. side. So we always try to do a ton of things and, uh, and kind of be involved in that flare philanthropy as well that's
1: awesome.
0: um i don't know i just think it's cool like yeah, me too
1: i love it especially
0: like when you build a platform and like you could kind of leverage that stuff to kind of help them and yeah. do whatever like we gr- kind of
1: growing up i wanted to become a professional baseball player not because like money fame none of that kind of stuff i used to watch like um like derek cheater whatever mariano Rivera. they would go into like a make-a-wish or they would go to like stony brook you know hospital children's hospital and, like they would just make these kids like just them showing up like was it made these kids lives. so like yeah. that's why i wanted to become like a professional athlete was because of that. Like, I want to yeah. walk in somewhere and like so have, cool. you know what I mean? Like the kids be like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to be a curse, but no, like, holy crap, you know, like yeah. that's Sergio Marion Vera. Like that's what I wanted when I was younger.
0: Yeah, it's so, uh, it's, it's really, really, uh, really cool. And I was listening to this lady's story just literally this afternoon about Make-A-Wish and like, I'm so excited to have her on because she's just, yeah, she amazing. was, she was like this big time CFO for like a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. She said she took like these massive and she told me the numbers, but I'm not gonna say <laughs> but this massive pay cut to be, uh, to, to, to work for, for make a wish. And wow. she's like, and she's like, I, I, she's like, I took this huge pay cut. It was such a life change. And she's like, I never looked back. She goes, I just literally helped these kids and helped these people on this. And I don't That's know, amazing. it's just incredible to just even be part of it, like yeah. to play my part and interview her and like yeah. put it out on social media and see if anybody raises money for any. I mean, just to be part of that in like a small and way, put it right? on the website. Yeah, put everything. That's around. exactly it. That's like amazing. so, so anything we could do to help that is just is incredible. But imagine like. I don't know. These people, like some people dedicate their lives to that. And just, which is, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, but I think incredible. that
1: there's also like the way that we're doing it. And yeah. like, we're going to talk to you with like the, the Christmas stuff and where yeah. the holiday stuff, but it, you know, it's a good balance of both because you're doing what you love every single day doing this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And then you're also able to give back if you can. And it's really important. Like you were talking about JB's episode for his new podcast. Yeah. Like, I showed him like I brought out like a TikTok. Like we like like sitting at this one point four million dollar house and I break out a TikTok of like a, of like a homeless man. Yeah. Um and we probably like half the video is gonna be of that. But it's really important, man, to just remember like where you kinda came from and like at the blink of like blink of an eye, man, like this could all be done. Oh, totally. We we could be on the side, you know, on I'm... the side of the road and we could be in that position too. So like Seriously. Yeah, it was only two hundred dollars. Like in the grand scheme of things, that's not whatever. It's probably his groceries for the month. But like it, you know, I didn't even tell anyone that I just did that. You're the first person yeah, and I don't, good. I don't need to tell people, you know, it's not, no, for- I know, man,
0: I've been there, I've done right. it, you know, like you right. just kind of take a couple bucks out of your pocket, right. throw it to somebody or whatever, you know, it's like- just,
1: it's important to remember where you came from and just to be grateful because this could all be gone in, in the day.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. One more thing before we go, cause I'm sure we're uh, pressing for time. I didn't even realize that. Uh, so, uh, let's talk about, are you are going to have a show on Colton Interactive? Hundred percent. You going to do it? Oh, absolutely, bro. All right, we'll, cool. we'll have to
1: talk about it after this. All right, it's a perfect it. opportunity too because, I, like I told you, I wanted to start the podcast back up. We're doing all the the YouTube and everything, all the all the creation, all the content. So this would be a perfect opportunity to help build the brand. Yeah, and both of us,
0: vice I versa. It. I love it. So um, and then
1: and then we'll grab drinks at uh, at Legends. Shout yeah, out yeah, Mark.
0: Totally, totally. <laughs> I love that guy. He uh, he actually he killed it. He killed it during that whole like. I mean, he just did so much for he so did really many well. people. Like yeah. he was really, really. Doing the right. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. He was really doing the Dude, right thing. he was
1: thing. doing it like, it was like three o'clock in the morning. He's at Mather. Then he's at St. Catharines. Yeah. Then he's at, you know, Good it Sam. Just he was on the
0: news. He was just pumping out, pumping out yeah. meals. Like he really, uh, he really did the right thing. He did. Um, all right. So we're getting into uh, commercial real estate now. Okay. Do you do anything in commercial at all? Not yet. Are you going to? Yes. Yeah? Yep. How are you going to break into that?
1: The same way that I broke into residential. You're just gonna do I it? I mean I'm gonna hopefully not offend anybody, but I, I don't know. I feel like there's uh certain people in commercial that basically have like a monopoly on that space. Yeah. Um in the same way that I want to make a change in residential, I, I think it's a time for a change with commercial as well.
0: Drives me absolutely insane. <laughs> These commercial brokers. Yeah. You 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 you're interested in a property, you make a phone call. And it's the same thing every time. Residential too, right? But I do yeah. a lot more in the commercial. Same thing every single time. You you call the, the number, gets you to the to the front desk. No one can get in touch with anyone that knows anything about that property. Nope. And three days later you get a phone call back. I'm like, Oh, I'm calling about whether this property. It's like yeah. Come on. Like, yeah, like three days pick later. Up, pick up the phone. Yep. Pick up the phone. I think there is a, a complete it's completely an underserved market. I think that there is such a huge opportunity for someone who's willing to set it up correctly, do it the right way, service clients the right way. Yep. Um it's so
1: simple, just pick up your phone. That's your like phone. that's the easiest thing just in the pick, pick up your phone. Literally. Just pick up your phone.
0: And yeah. like the way technology is today, like there's absolutely no reason to not be able to get in touch with somebody yeah. to get some information to be, it's, it's just insane. It's crazy. I, I agree. And I don't get it. And we kind of have that, uh, that exact same feeling, although it's not our, it's not our primary business. It's not our right. core business model. Like we are construction and developers like that. Right. That's what we do. Anything we do on top of that would just be an added service line to kind of complement this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm asking because the, the reason why I want to see more people do commercial yep. better than they're doing it now.
1: How many agents right now, I mean, do you know any that are under 30 years old that are doing commercial? That, like, you can literally think of off the top of your head? The only one that I I can think of is is who we were talking about earlier, Tunis. Yeah, Alex, yeah. But Alex is moving to Colorado, so he's, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, no, nobody that's doing anything like a couple guys that I've met along the way that seem like great guys. I don't know right. if they're doing a ton of transactions and I get that you need to have a Rolodex. I get that you need to, yeah, have to yeah. establish relationships and it's right. a little bit tougher. You got to kind of work your way in there. Yep. Um. So I get that and I agree with you. There's not many people out there, but I also think that there's so many more things that people can be doing and getting their name out there and just being a valued resource and they're just not doing it. It's like such an old man's game.
1: A hundred percent. But it also goes to my point where like, I don't know, like again, sports analogy, right? Like the veterans in the in the oh, hockey base, whatever it is, like they're they should be extending the kind of olive branch to help these young people, like you know, young people to get into the business or to create the next, yeah. so to speak, you know, top agent, whatever it is. But instead of that, again, it's they're it's not, they're, yeah. they're not doing You're that. Push them down. Right. And like
0: and listen, I don't have experience in the business. I'm not gonna sit here and say I know everything about being a real estate broker because I don't. I am a real estate broker. <laughs> I'm a real estate broker. I'm a real estate broker for our own deals, right? Yeah, so yeah. like I could hire agents under me this. I don't have the experience to do that. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I do. Yeah. I know a lot about the business. I understand the structure, I understand giving people resources. But I could tell you I talk to enough people and I'm involved in enough conversations to really understand that people are not getting the value out of people that should be mentoring them, people that should be looking after them. It's kind of like this game where people hire you on and it's like, good luck, you know, just kind of throw you to the wolves.
1: Yeah, and think about it, for them it's, you know, if you make money then you make money and if you don't, well, we'll just bring the next person in. It's kind of a revolving door and it's really residential and commercial in my opinion, It's, it's both sides of things. And obviously I'm more familiar with residential, I'm not in any shape, you know, any way, form in the commercial side. But again, it's through conversations, it's through people I know, and it's from what I see. Yeah. Like, imagine all you did was just see my signs. You know, these huge billboards everywhere. Like, you know, you kind of you think guy had a monopoly? Yeah. That's the only sign you see. You I know? know. So
0: there's one guy that's everywhere yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, all right, it's Mike Murphy. I love yeah. Mike yeah. yeah. the, Murphy. He's, he's the good man. Dude.
1: Um, but you know what I mean. He's kind of has a monopoly. Like, it's yeah. it's objective that he is the number one commercial agent, and he should be because he works his tail off. Mm-hmm but it's objectively He's number one, you know, and it's, it's interesting to, to think about that. There's not many people that I can think of that are that way.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, listen, granted, I mean, I mean, Mike's massive, he's everywhere and <laughs> there's a lot of guys a, I love that like, there's a lot of guys that are in a lot of places, right? I'm not, I'm not saying he's the only guy. So anybody yeah. else that I know that I do business with that, whatever, and I'm not knocking <laughs> anybody because a um, lot of you guys do it. A lot of guys do it well. And a lot of guys, uh, have like these certain niches in these certain areas. Um, but there's really not anyone who's like going above and beyond and totally exceeding expectations and yep. taking over that market. And I really think that there's a a play there. You know, there's yep. there's a play there. Um, and I don't know. I'd love to see. I'd love to see somebody, whether it's me, us, anyone, <laughs> like whatever, like try to figure out a way to kind of position that and really get people to uh, t- to have a new expectation of what a commercial broker a broker in general right but a commercial broker is because i think it's totally underserved
1: i, I think people are scared too uh, you know I, I don't think that people are willing to kind of take that risk like we're doing this you know social media we're doing the videos we're doing the content like your idea is like chestnut checkers to the 100th degree but there are so many people that are afraid to get out there and go on video there's so many people that are afraid to take a live video take a selfie do whatever like you can't care what other people think. Mm -hmm. If you say, oh, I'm gonna drop out of college and get into commercial real estate, like, okay, maybe your friends will laugh at you, right? But two years from now, I guarantee, Listen, them, or, you are know, gonna be laughing at that, or w- you
0: know, you're all gonna be laughing. I never, I never went to college, right? And like, I'm in, I'm, I was in a conversation this morning on a hundred and twenty million dollar development deal, right? That's like, insane. Like, there's no business for me to be sitting did, did
1: at they the ask table. You, did they ask you about y equals mx plus b or no? No, no. Okay. And, and that and was how I, much money. They,
0: actually, we actually laughed about uh, algebra and geometry in the parking lot. We laughed saying that none of us had any idea because right? We, did we you said, know
1: who the 100th we, president was? Or I mean, no, that's probably, we, probably we,
0: so wrong, right? Yeah, no, there wasn't even 100 presidents. <laughs> but I like your head. I like head. <laughs> but you're right. It, Coast none of, Carolina none of it none of it means shit, right? Yeah. Like none of it means anything. And um I get into the debate all the time about about college and this and I should've did that or I should've that. who yeah. gives a shit? Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Anything you did prior means nothing because yep. Just work your ass off. I've read more books than half the kids that went to college, right? Because yeah. I just, I need to learn something. I need to know it. I need to figure out how to, how to put this contract together by Monday morning and it's Saturday night. Yeah. I'm not going to sleep until Monday morning. Like that's just the way I am. And I'm going right. to read 350 pages to figure it out. But like, <laughs> it just is what it is, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I just, people don't understand, like you don't nothing scared. yeah I, I don't know why i yeah. really i don't know why i don't know if it's was instilled by my parents instilled by the i'm not afraid of any of that crap like i'm just yeah. not afraid to walk in a room and like understand that everybody puts their leg their pants on with you know one leg at a time everybody takes shits everybody like it's true like i <laughs> yeah. you know everybody belongs in any room just kind of like be prepared know your shit and like yeah. be afraid to kind of Go against the status quo, like yep. just the cult and People think we're crazy. People think like. I mean,
1: I think this is the absolute. I thought JB's idea, JB has a brilliant idea with that podcast, but I and I think what you guys are doing are like it's the same thing. It, it is it. like it's chess, not checkers. Like this is a genius idea. Like I'm excited to talk to you more and, and become a part of it. Uh, but I but I agree. Like unless you're you know an accountant, a doctor, unless you're going for yeah, something very very specific like that, I mean my my, my little brother is uh, f- uh, 15 years old. I think he is. And, um, my dad's like, you know, he's, he doesn't, he's not working. Like he doesn't, he's, he doesn't have his permit. Maybe he's 16, I think. But the kid has like a, uh, a basketball Instagram with like 150,000 followers. And this kid, like my dad doesn't even know it is making like $500 a day. Ooh, it's like crazy. selling like ad space and like, like it's he's 15 crazy. or 16 years old, you it's know? Cr- like, yeah. but my, my dad is old school and he yeah. doesn't understand that. We're like, same thing with like the video game kind of error. Like, you know, Joe Rogan podcast, you saying the other day, yeah. like, all oh, kids need to go outside. Like, yeah, they should. Right. And we all did. But like. This is a different world. It's yeah. a different time. Like these kids can make a quarter million dollars a year playing a video game. Play the video game twenty seven hours a day. Yeah. Play it. And like, and like you know, people,
0: like, p- people do this. Like, listen, I'm, I'm probably, I'm an, I'm 35. So I'm older, way older than you. And I'm an old, older than you. I got three kids. I got the, right. Mm-hmm. My kids are on their iPad. Everyone's like, Oh, the kids are on the iPad. Like, yeah. fuck that. Stay on the iPad. Like, <laughs> why? Like, what do what we going to get away from the iPad? I'm on my phone all day long. Why? Yeah. Because the phone makes you money. The, like, there's so yep. many things that you could do on that phone. There's so many th- Like, stay on the iPad. Like, mm-hmm. do what you got. Like, there's so many, th- like, it's a different world than it was, yeah. you know, 50 years ago, this guys who were saying that the guys who are afraid of social media and afraid of this are the same guys that were afraid of Elvis and afraid of like, yeah. it's just like enough. Like it's you know?
1: constantly evolving and constantly changing. Yeah. And we have to change with the times yeah. back in the day. Like if you wanted a real estate, you know, deal or whatever, there was commercial land or a house residential, like you had to go and find the paper or like find a broker that knew about the house. You know what I mean? Like now I can, everything is right here. Yeah, It's insane. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. You know what? Your children have the iPads, but I guarantee like, when they're old enough to have a phone, they're going to be on social media. They're going to be, on, they're totally. going to be they liked have phones
0: out. My kid's <laughs> like, like, six years old, yeah. he has a phone, he has an iPad, he has, a, he's that's got everything. Awesome. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's what it is. Right. Yep. But like, and they know how to use it better than I do sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, that's just, that's just what they grew up in. Like my, my one-year-old can swipe and check out YouTube. Like it's just, that's the <laughs> that's way it awesome. is. Like all three of my kids knew how to browse YouTube before they knew how to say daddy. Like wow. that's just the way this world is going and that's where they're growing up. And yeah. And I think that people really need to understand that it's completely evolving, completely changing. And a lot of people do construction the exact same way they've been doing it 50 years ago and yeah. it has completely evolved to a whole like industrialized space and modular and th- and that's a whole nother conversation but real estate goes the same way right yeah. there is no reason why people should be doing real estate deal like brokering deals the same way they were. 30 40 years ago and there's going to be yeah. so many people that say oh you don't know what you're talking about you're crazy yet you know you're not in the space but it's a relationship game and i'm not taking that away it's a relationship mm. game Absolutely. but there's also technology that can be applied to that to make it so much better than what it is today Agreed. and it's just like aching for somebody to come in and and do it and figure it out
1: yeah and, and that's part of um you know me doing the the dancing on social media and these videos on the horse Great. and i'm gonna jump out of a plane soon like yeah all this stuff no i'm serious I'm, i I, I, I believe
0: you You said it three times yeah right? yeah i'm waiting um, for it
1: you, a funny islander story is my um my girlfriend's parents and family are huge ranger fans so i told them that so at first i tried to get you know they have like the little um the characters uh in the stands like the cutouts yeah yeah so i tried to buy cutouts so that way they their faces would be behind the glass whatever it didn't work out so then i was trying to get it i was trying to skydive for a for a listing video and the guy's like you're crazy you can't you're not doing it so then I was like, okay, well, do you, can you fly a banner at least? So he flew a Let's Go Islanders banner over their houses in, right here in Hop That's great. That's <laughs> but, great. So I really am trying to jump out of a plane. And back to the point of of that was the social media stuff. Like there are agents that are almost like offended that I'm doing it, and yeah. offended that like I'm having fun and just being myself. Like don't on a horse. Like are you kidding me? This is real estate. This is you know that's not how you do a listing video. Like they don't understand times are changing and, and I if I have to be like the one that people think I'm out of my mind and whatever that's fine. fine yeah like I don't care
0: people have no clue I like I could I literally try to explain this to them and I could see their eyes crossing <laughs> what is Colca interactive and why does it matter like you guys are a construction company you've mm-hmm. been doing construction for 50 years you're doing a real estate development like what is Kolka interactive and this media component of your business have anything to do with construction and real estate and I try to explain to them everybody's a media company. I don't care what you are. The entire game, I don't care what business you're in. You're in the business of sales and marketing, right? And branding. Yeah, and the entire entire game is getting in front of people, getting your voice out there, getting your name out there, and the way you do it today is on social media and not in a way of, you know, posting bullshit, generic, you know, pictures or whatever like and and say whatever you have to get your voice out there people do business with people they want to know me they want to know you they want to understand each other they want to walk into a room we just met for the first time today right Uh, i felt like i knew you already. ready you felt you knew we we gave each other a hug like how you doing how you doing because we see each other we see each other like we tag each other and shit we did like it's like a whole nother world it's like it's weird but like you got to understand it. You got to be part of it. You got to get out there. I don't care if you do construction. I don't care if you do real estate development, your commercial broker, residential broker, architect, account, whatever it is, you're a laundromat. you got to, you got <laughs> to do it. You yeah. got to do it. It used to be, if you don't have a website, you don't exist. Now it's, if you're not on social media doing this, you don't exist and yeah. people have to accept it and start doing it. Otherwise they're going to get left behind.
1: And I think to your point too, of like people thinking that they know you, I know for, for my sake and, and from what I'm doing, like I go on listing appointments now and I don't even like have to fight for the listing i don't even have to explain what i'm gonna do i don't even have to like, like nothing it's yeah. just hey i'm dan oh hey dan you know that was pretty funny that video you did can you here's the paperwork can i be signed i'm yeah. like
0: yeah. like what are you gonna do for me like, yeah
1: I'm like, oh, okay like i don't i don't have to you know tell you what i'm gonna do you're just gonna sign the, the listing paperwork and they're like yeah we, we know you I know. I know. so that's the power of social media
0: and it's all because you've made a name for yourself on social media i, I have one more thing that i'm curious about, mm. like. How much the and I don't want to get into like the economics of this, but like residential, so much different than commercial, right? Commercial deals, you do one, two, three deals a year, and like it's like You're wow, set. you had a massive year, right? Residential, I feel like you got to turn and burn. You got to turn and burn. Like, yeah. what kind of volume are you guys doing in like your team? Like, how, like wh- how, what does it take to be like? And not even care about your team. Let's talk generic numbers. Yeah. What does it take to be a successful residential broker? How many deals you got to be doing out there to like really um, have a good year?
1: I think that I consider. I consider like top producers, people that are, are netting uh, like a quarter million dollars a year. Okay. Um, and I, it's very difficult to do that, right? Yeah. And I consider if anyone makes a hundred thousand dollars, like you did You're an doing amazing job. job, right? Yeah. Um, but my my thinking is, I, I don't want to be two fifty. I don't want to be a million. I want to be the first residential agent on the island, and maybe uh, probably not New York on the island. I should say. Um, to exceed like a five million dollar uh, GCI amount. Love it. Um, and obviously, like I'm not gonna do that yet. But, yeah, of you know, course. That's a great.
0: That's a great goal, right? And
1: that's that's my goal is to be the the first person to reach that number. And um, right now, I think we're at like 170 something transactions, 172, no, which is which is good. You know, yeah. it's it's we're definitely we're we're we're, we're turning some hands. So because
0: sure. I'm looking right and like I, I listen again, I'm a commercial guy. Never really you know thought about the resonance. So I'm crunching numbers and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like. How much these guys have to do? Like, I constantly see you closing new listing, closing new listing. I'm like, I'm like every day. I'm like, what the hell? How many yeah. deals does this guy do? Like, it's crazy. But I was trying to think to myself, like, a good guy in your team. Is it a one a week? Is it one a month? Is it one a yeah? Like, how many deals is like a good? Is a good?
1: If you're doing a deal a week, you're you're doing you're, very very you're well. You're in good shape. Yeah. You're in if good you're doing shape. a deal a week, you're in great shape. And a deal great. a
0: month, and you're kind of struggling. Or are you? Doing uh, that?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you do twelve deals for the year, yeah. I mean, you're not struggling, yeah. but you might have a part-time right. job, you right. know, you might be working elsewhere. So you're elsewhere.
0: talking 25 deals. And, 25 and, 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 you're, and, and,
1: right. you're, and you're working in real estate full-time, yeah, and you're and you're doing well and you're, you might have a BMW and, you know, whatever. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're, it, the team is amazing because seeing them succeed and doing the, going from, you know, maybe 12 deals a year or a, a deal a, a month to now three or four, Breeze doing, you know, nine, 10. It's exactly. crazy, you know, and, and now it, it takes a lot of the, the stress off of me too because now I'm able to kind of take a step back and if I don't, have the time necessarily to work with buyers or whatever the case is i could pass it off to them and i know that they're going to be
0: in good hands and you don't have to feel bad coming to hang out with me for an hour yeah exactly you know that <laughs> oh, the world, is the probably up. no the <laughs> world is definitely ending today 100 <laughs> so all right listen let's uh let's end it there let's kind of uh break we'll have more to talk about but anybody needs to get in touch with you how do they do it
1: uh instagram d-a-n-o-n-e-i-l underscore my phone number is 631-384-8611 social media just dan o'neill not, hard, not a hard guy to find. <laughs> if you guys
0: are selling a house, looking to buy a house, this guy that, yeah. is crazy. He's your <laughs> dude. He's your man. You. Hit me up. I'll put you in touch with him. Go He's Islanders. the guy. He's great. Let's go Rangers. <laughs> um, next year is going to be a better year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep right? say that. Number one draft pick. Whatever. So, uh, all right, guys. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank all you right for to having there. me. It was an honor. Appreciate it. <laughs>